0: Yes, good morning everyone. It is Tuesday, February 27, the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. A very good morning to wherever and however you are listening and uh, we're still getting a lot of text in about not being able to listen to the show on various apps and I'm told that some of those will be rectified today. Uh, We're relying on our third parties to sort that out, but we're on to them. So those who like to listen on the radio app, I'm told it will be sorted today. Fingers crossed, but let's go straight to where we need to be. And that is Las Vegas, where he is nestled in the great Laurie Daly. Loz morning, or, yeah, it is morning, isn't it? Uh, it's Monday morning for you. How are you, mate? Vegas, baby, Vegas. <laughs> We're on. Uh, what a
1: what a time to be over here, Mitter. Uh Plenty of Australians I ran into last night. I walked down the strip. It was amazing because they had the marathon on. And there were so many people here competing in it, but also lining the streets. And they had music pumping. I ran into plenty of Aussies. Uh, There was a lot of builders I ran into. What about this? There's the International Builders Convention on here in Vegas this week as well. (laughs) So they've just got event after event after event. Um, I did really well last night. I walked up and down the strip. I was offered beer, didn't have one. I spoke to a lot of Aussies. They're quite excited. I was up early this morning. I've seen the billboards. And I've also seen, when I was down at the gym this morning, advertising for the game on television yeah. over here in America. So they're giving it a real red hot crack to have success.
0: Well, it looks like the ticket sales are getting upwards towards that 40,000 mark. Uh, 35,000, I believe, have been sold now. So if it gets to 40, yeah, that is a success. Uh, so, you know, all is looking good. And then how's the weather, Loz? Like how, how cool is it? Oh, the
1: weather's perfect. You know, I, I was
0: walking around last
1: night and I, I had my shorts on and I had a T-shirt on. I had a light sweater, but I didn't really need to put it on. I, I, I eventually put it on, but the weather was perfect. But they said by Saturday it's going to drop. But we're playing in an indoor stadium. So the conditions shouldn't affect the teams. The teams will prepare in... Uh, great weather, great conditions uh, There'll be no excuses And I reckon we'll see some really good football in game one I, I think the players understand the opportunity That's been presented to them To represent our code over here in America um, It's a not a one-off it's, it's, We're here for five years They want to showcase the best of our games I think you'll see high quality in round one and I think we'll see, we, we, we may see errors, but I reckon you'll see plenty of intensity. And, and you'll see, in particular, in defence, I think they'll go hard. Um, they'll try and use the ball, although the width of the field will be of, of concern. Um, but I, I think they'll try and establish dominance through the middle. And if we get that, it'll be a physical game. And you'll see the natural skill of the players come to the fore because early in the season, you're going to get fatigue. And it doesn't matter what size field you're playing on, um, you'll get fatigued. So it could open it up in the middle for some of the quicker guys. Um, But it's really exciting. And as I said, I I walked around last night and there's a lot of Aussies uh, already here. There's a lot of Aussies that have already caught the planes over to LA, San Fran, and they're just transiting there for a couple of days. And then they're coming later in the week or midweek to Vegas. Um, and, and Vegas will obviously put on a show, as they do, better than anyone around the world. Um, but it will be taken over by Aussies this weekend, Las Vegas, for sure.
0: Michael, very good morning. Morning, boys. How are you?
2: Morning to our listeners. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Happy Tuesday. Uh well, was nice to see you. Um, finally got there. Got your luggage. Had to win. Got your hotel room. Got the, the luggage, mate. I got yeah.
1: everything. I I'd calm down. I'd calmed down and went for a walk yesterday. It was a (laughs) tough 24 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I was very excited. But it's amazing when you walk around Vegas, the sights that you see, the smells that you come across. Um, The the, the people are just up and about, and they're here for a good time. And uh, as I said, I, I went to the gym this morning. And I went down there, I think at, I don't know, 7.30 or something like that. It might have been 7 o'clock. But there were people in the casino that I'm staying at. They're on the tables. They're still drinking. Some are just starting. Some haven't even finished. Um, they're smiling. They're loud. There wasn't too many people in the gym. Surprise, surprise. Um, but it's just a, a good vibe. It's, it's a It's a really wonderful vibe that we're all excited about being over here and 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 the players, I'm sure, once they put their feet on the ground in Vegas, they'll they'll sense the excitement and t- anticipation and, and, and really play the game the way it should be played. And, and hopefully the people that turn up, I, I mean, the Americans that, that turn up or watch it on TV, but also the Australians that have paid their hard-earned cash to, to come over here and support their teams, hopefully the players give them a A wonderful contest.
0: Have you seen many brides and grooms in the hotel foyer? Or around, because that's one thing I remember struck out. I, oh, I was yeah. in Vegas in 2010, the one time I went. But just seeing people who obviously are going to do the, the little chapel marriage lots. Have you have you noticed any of that yet? No, no
1: I haven't seen any of that, Middo, to be fair. Um, because I, I didn't get here until late yesterday afternoon. So by the time I got to the hotel, dropped the baggage, uh, bags off, checked into the hotel, went for a walk, um, I just sort of, stayed on the strip and was watching the the marathon and sort of walking in and out of hotels. So I haven't come across too many people getting married yet,
0: but that might be on the agenda today. (laughs) Do you know anyone who's been married in Vegas, Pop? I can think of a couple off the top of my head. Uh, People I've come across. The old shotgun wedding. Get it done. No, I
2: don't think so, actually.
0: I'm sure there has been, but,
2: yeah, I I don't... No, I don't think... I can't think of it. No, yeah. if I'm anyone, sure, I'm sure there's plenty just renewing there their, their vows, middle. Yeah, or actually, a bit no, no, bad.
0: no, no, no. It's actually doing it properly. Doing it properly, yeah, yeah, doing in, it properly. In the, the yeah. Elvis get up? Well, not necessarily, no. <laughs> uh, uh, but I can definitely think of one couple I know who did it. Yeah, uh, I'm, level, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure the whole legalities yeah. of it. Um, like yeah, anyway but if anyone's got any great Vegas wedding stories uh, to... let us know zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two
2: with marriage do you actually need to remarry in the in oh, Australia like I'm... if you get married outside of Australia yeah i'm I reckon there's something you need to actually do yeah. in the when you get back into the country. I'd have to go back to year eight legal studies. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why I'm yeah. asking. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> Take that question well, just move on, move on. well, did
0: you see, by the way, I saw this on the news yesterday. Um, was, I'm sure certainly wouldn't have seen this, but uh, the, there was a story about a couple from Cabramatta, obviously, in Sydney, who won an all-expenses KFC wedding package worth $80,000. And they utilised it when they were married on Valentine's Day recently at the Opera House. So they cut into a KFC bucket-themed wedding cake. Uh, Guests had personalised fried chicken buckets and yeah, you, know, you can imagine. I saw a picture of like the grazing table. He oh <laughs> went God. pick your crispy strip. Eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I guess surely that that must include venue hire. I guess does it? Uh, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's just not product of KFC. No. Well, that's a lot of KFC. You'd be feeding a thousand mm. people, two thousand people. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I, I didn't see that story, Mido. But if you love your KFC, you'd be pretty excited about it, and to
0: have a wedding paid for because weddings are very expensive. Exactly right. So uh, the couple absolutely loved it. Uh, big news coming out of Brisbane ahead of uh, Sunday, our time, and the season opener. It is official that Captain Adam Reynolds has signed a contract extension, taking him through to the end of twenty twenty five. This had been reported recently, uh, anyway. But uh, as reported, he'll look to transition into a coaching role uh, there at Red Hill. What are the sort of the predominant jerseys you've seen so far, Loz? There'd be a bit of everything, I guess.
1: Uh, Broncos. Broncos. I, I, I've seen the a South Sydney shirt, and it was funny because I, I said to him, "Oh, right, you are South man? Yep, uh, supported him since day dot." And I saw all the other blokes and and wives and partners with them, and I said, "Oh, all South," and uh, he goes, "No, nah, they're all Broncos. I'm with them." He said he was from Queensland, but obviously follows South Sydney. But there was a heap of Broncos people getting around, and and of um, caps, a lot of jerseys. Um, and I'm assuming there'll be more this week from other teams as we start to get closer to the game. But early on, you know, it's it's a lot of people from Brisbane here. Uh,
0: Tablord uh, had a chuckle at your text about um, your uh, situation in Vegas. I probably can't read that out. But I will tell you, I had a similar situation to that when I went over there. Thank you for the text. But uh, back pages of the t- of the papers, uh, Joe with the flow is the back page of the Daily Telegraph, SBW backs code converts to star. And just uh, Sonny Bill Williams talking about Joey Manu and Joseph Swali'i and uh, saying they shouldn't have any regrets for going to the 15-man code when they do and sees them being successful. And, uh, well, just on the roosters as, as well. So, Dom Young doesn't need neck surgery, but is still out Sunday against the Broncos. And, Loz, that solves, I guess, a selection issue for them in the short term because they'll have almost certainly Swali and Tupo on the wing. And you can put Manu and Billy Smith there in the centres. And then, obviously, when Dom Young comes back, that's going to be a real conundrum for them. Oh, well, Don, Dom Young will be in their best 13 and he'll be in that side somewhere.
1: So, obviously, there's pressure on all those players that play this weekend. Has Joey Manu made the trip over yet or is he coming later uh, in the week? Yeah, today? I believe it's but today he might be leaving. Today, yeah. Uh, so, he's definitely going to play, uh, which is a um, big bonus for the Roosters. But that's going to be an outstanding game, isn't it? Like taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, the Broncos were exceptional last year. Mm some great young players coming through hopefully they'll be all showcasing their skills but yet the the chooks have got some some depth this year in the forwards and outside backs um swala uh, uh, depending on where they play him i suppose is always going to be the the big question mark whether they believe he's a center or whether they believe he's a a winger um Always good to have depth, and I think we've spoken about it a number of times on the program. Very rarely do you have your full complement of players to choose from,
0: and if you do, it's a luxury to have. Uh, Both uh, Michael Chemis in the Herald, Dean Bulldog Ritchie in the Telegraph uh, have written about their extensive chat with Nick Politis, uh, the Roosters godfather and chairman, of course. Politis' vision includes team in Perth, not PNG, is the headline on the back page of the Sydney Morning Herald today. Uh, So he says that eventually the NRL should have 20 teams, Nick Politis, and they should firstly though be uh, the Perth Bears, he says, should get the first shot. And when it goes to 18 teams to split the competition into two conferences of nine, and that within the one conference you play each other twice, you play the team from the other conference once. So you get to what, 25 games a season. And he makes, I think, you know, we spoke obviously about the PNG situation last week, Law, So by the way, so he says Perth Bears and then P and G and a team from Central Queensland. But in regards to PNG, Polita says if we go too early, it will naturally be a lot of NRL players taking up that team. So Polita says we should be patient and use the cash from the government initially to develop pathways and local comps first. So when an NRL team does come in, you've got a greater chance of more PNG players representing that team in the NRL. What do you make of that? And also, of uh, 18 teams and two conferences of nine coming in, laws oh, Well, I think Nick makes
1: a very good point in pathways. I think that's what... When, when you look at relocation, you've got to understand that you just can't a, relocate a team with a, a top 20 or top 30, and, and that's it. You've, you've got to be able to have that junior system where good young players see that pathway, they come through that pathway, and there's an avenue there for them to go on and play first grade at the NRL level. If you haven't, you're going to be found out pretty quickly. So you've got to build it. Uh, and the ones that have success, like the Dolphins, I mean, they've got a number of pathway systems. They've got uh, junior rugby league numbers are, are through the roof. So so they'll be a force in years to come. Uh, so with P&G, they would have a lot of players that play rugby league but the system over there it wouldn't be as professional as well run as what it is here in Australia so I think yes that's that's correct I don't think it'd be too difficult to make it more professional but it's going to take a little bit more time than say a Dolphins so I agree with Nick on 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 that regard Um, and then the conference thing I haven't thought too much about but I think with conferences, in particular, one side of the conference would contain a lot of the Sydney sides, so you get all those big blockbuster games, mm. and I think that's what they'd be looking for. And obviously, with blockbuster games, if teams are going well, there's more revenue that comes into the into the uh, the clubs and the, and the NRL. Um, but it's not a bad idea to look at. Um, and that would take it to
0: what 25 teams? 25 games because you 'd play 25 games you play your games. own conference twice so that's 16 mm. games there yeah and you play everyone for the other conference once so that 's 25 yeah, games
1: well, yeah I, I suppose it'll be interesting to see how we adapt to that because obviously over in America um, they 've got their their conferences and it works well over here but would it work mm. in Australia would everyone like to see you know teams play each other twice and, and other teams Once, Um, sometimes you'll get a conference that's really strong and sometimes Mm. you'll you'll have the other conference that that won't be as strong. Does that mean, though, that one team out of each conference plays in a grand final? Well,
0: he didn't elaborate on that, at least in these articles. Right, right. Because I'd hate to see that. Because
1: I'd hate to see, me personally, the two best sides being in one conference, but they can't have the opportunity to meet in a grand final. I think everyone needs the chance to be able to, to come together at the end of the year. And if you have been the two best
0: teams, you fight it out. The other ine- inevitable complaint about it would be that there'd be naturally a lot less travel in the Sydney conference. The other conference, you know, incorporates more teams from uh, wider geographical locations and more travel. So yeah, I'm well, sure more that... travel, which becomes more
1: fatigue, but also the cost. Mm. So obviously the clubs would be fighting for a bit more of the pie mm. um, because if you're not travelling and you're not you know, flying every week, you're not getting put up in accommodation, you can stay at home and you can catch a bus to the game as you can in Sydney, well, you, your costs aren't as high as some of the, the interstate teams. So clubs would be fighting for
0: their share of the the money so it doesn't cost them extra compared to the other clubs. Uh, picture of pink on the back page of the Herald as well. There she is holding up one of the Matildas goalkeeper jerseys. Uh, Where well, there was an outcry about this last year after Mackenzie Arnold's exploits at the World Cup that you couldn't buy these jerseys. But Nike are putting them out to purchase now. Uh, and, of course, ahead of the Matildas match against Uzbekistan to secure their Olympic berth tomorrow night uh, in Melbourne. Just back page of the Courier-Mail. Strength to strength. There's Corey Jensen, who's expected to get first crack at or filling the void that Tom Flegler's left uh, there in the front row with Payne Haas for the Broncos. He's been smashing all their uh, strength records over the course of the off-season. Just also on the back page of the Herald Pup, Lyon longs for series to be at least three tests. Uh, I think he makes a great point here, Nathan Lyon, ahead of the New Zealand series starting on Thursday that uh, he says he'd just love to see a minimum of three test matches in a series.
2: Has to be an odd number. I think it's. I think one day twenty twenty cricket's the same. I think there's nothing worse than being, you know, a levelled series. If there's rain affected or draw plays apart, so be it. But I think yeah. I think you're I think really you, you're three or five for, for anything. Ideally, I, I love that. Um, again watching the England India Test series I love that that's you know they're playing five Test matches do we play five against India when Next they yes yeah See, yep. I, I, I like that um, ashes is five obviously but even one day is I reckon one day is just to have three Test match uh, three one day series or 2020 hmm. rather than two just make them three as well so yeah I can understand what Liner's is saying yeah um, Like anything, Middow, it's about time, isn't it, trying to fit everything into the schedule and how many test matches can you have in the summer. Uh, Two teams coming, is one team coming. Um, But, yeah, I think you're better off doing three and three against two test nations rather than four and two like we have in the past at certain stages. Um, But the key is, whatever it is, make it good competitive cricket. I reckon that has been the problem for international cricket for a while now. Um, You're not seeing... Consistent, consistently enough, good competitive cricket. It's it's too one sided at certain stages.